everyone, this is She Is More. Hope everyone is having a fantastic day. Be sure to check out my YouTube channel, Official She Is More, and my Facebook page, Reflection of Grace. I post daily encouragement on there that can help you throughout the day, especially if you are having an opportunity of a day. So, I, I guess I have didn't really post so much. I've been posting a lot about anxiety and stuff and I really wanted to focus on anxiety and help people with that, especially with something that I was overcoming. So I think with anxiety, I'm going to talk a little bit about it in this first part of this episode is that we need to look for our triggers because clearly I didn't realize that anxiety had triggers. I just thought, you know, from trauma and things like that, which is the case, but more that I was in prayer with God, I figured out, sadly, it was my mom. It was nothing about her, um, like, triggering it. It was just the things she was saying. Sometimes when people live in the past, they bring up things that you pretty much overcame, or you had an opportunity with, and they just continually want to talk about it so it can be a trigger. I believe that even though you overcome things, I believe that it has layers also. But when you fully overcome them, sometimes it can be triggered. I overcame a couple things that I thought I dealt with and took care of, and it made me super uncomfortable and I couldn't figure out why I was having um, anxiety the way I was because I overcame uh, my anxiety quite some time. So I was really surprised uh, recently um, these anxiety attacks were coming. And I'm not sure why it always came on Sunday, it seemed like it comes on a Saturday to a Sunday. And I just couldn't figure out why. And I just, you know, had to pray about it. Sometimes that's what we need to do. We can't always assume if it's a devil coming after us or a demon or something bad coming after us. Sometimes it's things that we did as our fault, like we made the mistakes. And that's something that I want to teach is that we can't put the blame on everybody. We have to take control of our lives. We can't let other people hurt us. We can't let other people control how we feel. And we can't have people speak into our lives that are negative because sometimes those are triggers. I know that is kind of like a big shocker there, but this is what I came and prayed and I wanted to share because just think how many things that we can clean up in our lives and be a lot happier and have joy in our life. So it really leads to what I was going to talk about today is how to wait on God with confidence. Um, and Psalm 27, 13 through 14 says, I believe that I shall look upon the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living Wait for the Lord, be strong, and let your heart take courage and wait for the Lord. This is so important, especially in every point of our lives. This came very important in our infertility um, journey, especially when it comes to doctors. Um, Because a lot of people settle for doctors because they want the results and they want to be treated. 
I have my hand raised up and I'm going to admit that's sometimes where I am at where I'm just tired and I am exhausted and I just want to get to the process a little bit faster than really probably what my body wants. And so I thought this was perfect because we have to let our heart take courage and we have to wait for the Lord. So during the cycle of my um, infertility, I decided that I was going to write a book on confessions for infertility and pregnancy. Like combine the best ever um, confessions and scriptures and just really write it out into a book. I believe that it would be powerful and put in the hands of people who are just just really need encouragement through their infertility um, journey. So when it comes to infertility, I have re-researched it. It was so funny that how much my husband was talking to the OB about this, how he explained, you know, she writes everything down. She, you know, heavy researches and she was quite impressed what I was taking. She was quite impressed, you know, what I was doing and how someone who has PCOS regulate her own um, cycle. That is huge. I'm not saying my cycle is normal every time, but I have regulated from 2015 till now, which is super, super huge. And so, you know, you know, my husband and I are missing that secret ingredient or we might end up pregnant this month. You know, these are things that you let the Lord do and let him do his thing. Um, I believe that there are good doctors out there um, to recommend this to someone. And so I had to explain to um, my husband that OBs and fertility doctors are totally different because of the medication that they will describe and it has to be from a fertility doctor. And so he just, you know him, he doesn't want to go to one doctor to another doctor, but she was nice, you know, at this point we only met once, um, but she listened and I was honest with her and wanted to um, make sure that she understood where we were getting at. And I'm a wife that lets my husband speak at the doctor's. And he laid it out for her. Let me tell you, he put it all out there and I started like giggling just because that's what Proverbs or one, one wife is all about is laying out what, you know, the expectation of the doctor and things like that. I'm really big still doing um, my midwife stuff. I really want to give a home birth and really go to her when I want to. The thing is, I might change this, but I'm looking for um, a hospital that if they have a water birth um, tub there, I'm all for doing it at the hospital, but I want to do everything as natural as possible. I just, I know I'm horrible with pain, but this is something that I want to experience and not be really drugged up. I'm sure, you know, some people change their minds and I get that and that's why there's always should be a plan A and plan B. 
and especially when you're going through something that your husband can go okay okay this is what plan b is this is what we're going to do so you're not sitting there trying to figure everything out sally i'm a planner on some things (laughs) i guess you know when you try to conceive for a long time that you are prepared and these are things that you don't have to um, worry about later on so I think the hardest thing to do in the season of waiting is to believe that we will see God's goodness and how we can trust God when our vision is screaming I don't see anything I've been hoping and praying and seeking but I do not see anything Lord so this month is October 15th that was yesterday but October 15th was Sid's Awareness Day and a lot of like awareness out there really buries Sid's awareness so Sid's is not talked about so I'm going to be working on teaching Sid's class I'm going to be working on overcoming and speaking to people in public and maybe teaching about SIDS, just be resource and know the information that is out there because not a lot of doctors have this information. They honestly just look it up but not have it in experience. So I have experience and so I want to teach people, you know, just be safe. Also, um, I didn't realize that you know around this month like I get really in this really sad mode because of October 15th but I was quite impressed that I bought went out and bought a bassinet for our baby on the way and I say baby on the way because it's in faith and I have it in our bedroom and I look at it because that is my vision that's something I can see I am a vision person I always have been And to look past that is the key. And I was listening to um, Joel Osteen and he was sharing a bunch of people who, you know, had vision. They, you know, they had to put the vision in front of them for it, you know, to work for them. And I, you know, I did the baby room, I did the crib. And the issue was for me is even though I was in the baby room all the time, I enjoyed it and it was good. There's nothing in our in our room that I could connect with the baby. So I put the bassinet in the in our room and for some reason I can I'm just getting anxious and it's a good anxious like oh the baby's on its way. I can't wait. You know, I teased my husband and said that I'm going to put the baby on your side if you you know, you keep it up and he goes, "Okay." Um I think he has no clue what's going to hit him. So it's kind of cute that he says that. I do these things because I want to teach people to do these things. It's not crazy that I did baby room and there's no baby in sight. The reason is I have to look beyond that. I have to look beyond everyone's visions that they're, they are the people who physically want to see it. I want to see in the spirit realm that it is on its way. And I believe that is true. I, you know, I guess recently I received this peaceness about everything, compassion about everyone. It was the weirdest thing that I ever experienced. And the weirdest thing, I, I, I don't know what the better term to say, but it was peace where I had compassion for those who laughed at me. I had passion for those who have hurt me or the words that they said. 
because I believe walk in love is so important in the fertility journey and the work field and everything, especially when it comes to work. If someone like sends you a text or they say something that's really mean and threatening to you, do come to work the next day. Do not take offense by that. I think people react because they react as they are acting on their five senses, but they're not acting on um, past that. And I believe that you always guard your heart, but you don't need to be mean to everyone that's out there or someone needs to be mean to you. So always go to work the next day because to me that's victory and that person that their goal is for you to skip work and usually that leads because they want you fired it leads to jealousy or it leads to a lot of things so i learned that quickly in workforce family oh my goodness family so things like that so i'm going to talk a little bit about david he finds comfort in the unseen and the spiritual work god is doing psalm 27 3 this is work that cannot be seen in with natural eyes, but only with the eyes of faith. Is there any circumstances waging war against you? We may not be facing armies like David, but we will wait for God's deliverance. We can to share his confidence. So... As I am talking to you on a rainy, beautiful day, even though it's kind of rainy, it's beautiful, and my allergies are like on board right now, which is funny. Um, and I'm a person who don't have allergies, so it's kind of interesting. I know that your allergies are different. Me, I don't have Oh, going back on topic sorry choosing to see life's war zones through the lens of god's strength goodness and faithfulness requires courage when waiting is tough this courage can be found in god's word as we hold fast to his promises so hang on be strong and let your heart take courage view your battles with your eyes of faith and wait with confidence in the lord so it's so important, especially in these circumstances that we are going through, that we need to hold fast. We need to see things in faith and not with our senses, because sometimes that gets us in trouble, like I was talking about, um, about my mom's anxiety, and stuff like that. That stuff is with the senses, so you need to be in the Word all the time, renew your mind all the time, and 
get stronger each day. I'm definitely here all the time. So you can always email me, message me, find me, ask for prayer, ask for advice. I'm going to be here all the time. Be sure that you take that noted to know that I am here. So I hope everyone has a wonderful, blessed day.